0: Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks, Episode 7. I'm Leo Blonder, this is Abe Lovitch, and today, I'm not going to lie, we don't have a very special episode, but it will be full and full and full and filled to the brim with news. In fact, the newspapers can't even write down how much news this has because there's just so much news. That's why we're recording in a podcast. We'll be going over the number of players with COVID,
1: some dates, and so much more. Like you said, we're going to start off with the dates, everything's happening. But first, the cup will be awarded in Edmonton. But for the dates, on July 13th, the training cams open. That already happened. That was yesterday. July 26th, the teams are going to travel to hub cities. Let's go, baby. July 28th to 30th, the exhibition games are going to happen. And we'll be telling you all the schedule after the dates. And then August 1st, the, qual- the qualifiers begin. That's when things really start to heat up. That's when things matter. and oh, a little spicy. Hoo-hoo-hoo. August tenth, phase two of the draft lottery, sometime around then. Okay, okay, okay. August eleventh, the first round is scheduled to begin. Dollar. You love to see it. August twenty-fifth, the second round begins. and how players act and how the teams win or lose. Around September eighth is the conference finals. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go, baby. The conference finals. Not and the final yet, but the, the, most, conference finals. Yeah. the most important round of the playoffs. The Stanley Cup Finals is going to be happening roughly around September 22nd. Let's go. <laughs> and October 4th is the last possible day for the finals. There's just so much hockey for the next three months. Get, just get hyped.
0: Yeah, and around October 9th 10th will be the draft. Let's also get hyped for that, you know, for the teams Yay. that aren't good enough to play in this year's playoffs. Uh, that is one day they can be looking forward to.
1: Yeah, like like we said in previous episodes, those teams aren't that great. But today we're focusing on the teams that actually made the playoffs. Let's go. Okay, um, so we're going to be from the beginning
0: of when the hockey starts for the qualifying round. It's going to be starting at around noon and it's going to be ending at around one thirty a.m. Eastern time. Um, and on the West Coast, we'll be starting around nine a.m., which is insane. That's hockey all day, except for uh, August second, which the games will be starting at two p.m. But also ending at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's go, baby. That's hockey
1: all night. Full days of just, just hockey. Let's go. That is the best thing that can happen. The more hockey, the better. And after this break, we need hockey more now than ever, than ever but the exhibition games are going to be happening 28th to the 30th of July, like we said. And on Tuesday, July 28th, on 4 p.m., the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be playing the Philadelphia Flyers in an exhibition game. Okay, okay. Going to be intense. Even though nothing's
0: on the line here, the first day is Philly versus Pittsburgh, Habs versus Leafs, and the Battle of Alberta. July 28th is going to be one heck of a day for
1: hockey. Rivalry city. It's going to be nuts. And even though these games won't matter, they're sure going to play it like they do. Yeah. um, And then on Wednesday, there's going to be the Lightning versus Panthers,
0: Abs versus Wild, Canes versus Caps, Blues versus Blackhawks, another big rivalry game, Rangers versus Islanders, and Canucks versus Jets. And on Thursday, July 30th, there's only three games. It's going to be Preds versus Stars, rematch of the Winter Classic. Big game there. Bruins versus Blue Jackets. And the Golden Knights versus Coyotes. Uh, most of these games are regional. Um, just if they, like, on the map, if they're close to each other, they're going to play each other. But uh, see a lot of rivalry games here. So even though none of these games don't mean anything, still get hype for
1: them, still so excited. This is their first time getting back to play another team since the virus hit. There's going to be high intensity constantly. My hope just for each team is that they don't burn out after like these one game each. But it's going to be intense.
0: Yeah, I hope there's no big injuries. That would really suck to play in about one game that just wouldn't matter for really anything besides getting your legs going again just to be injured. So that that would really suck. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, let's just hope no nobody gets injured. Yep. Yeah.
0: The round robin will have five minute overtimes followed by a shootout if it goes to, if the game is tied and it goes to overtime. Um, this is pretty cool. I mean, this is only the round robin, so it's pretty much like a three regular season games. Um, yeah, I think it was interesting for them to do that because I, they don't want them to play too much, especially if the games don't they, they mean stuff, but they're not going to get eliminated, so they don't mean as much. Uh, uh, not as high as intensity as the elimination games. And the logo's at center ice be the NHL
1: logo instead of the Leafs and Oilers logo. That's going to be fair. Like, it's all the teams there, so got to make the logo for the league. Yeah. Yes. But the hotels that the teams are staying at. In Toronto, there's the Hotel X, which you're not going to believe it when I say this, but it's going to be the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Washington Capitals, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Pittsburgh Penguins—all in one hotel. Oh my lord! They're all gonna just rip each other's heads off. Like, uh,
0: they all hate each other. It's not like you know, there's like there are rivalries within them,
1: but as a collective group, all these teams hate each other. It's gonna be terrible. Like, I would not That's be surprised so if there's more injuries in that hotel than on the ice.
0: Yeah, honestly, just more more injuries of just people beating up each other than just actually. You know, playing hockey and beating up each other on the ice.
1: Yeah, but the memes coming out of it has been great. What could I say? Yeah, and it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be much like that commercial that aired like roughly like ten years ago. Like it was a long time ago. Yeah. Of them just all in a hotel. It's yeah. gonna be fun. The NHL posted out on their Instagram is
0: really funny. Yeah, you love yeah. to see it. My four U page is filled with memes
1: about this. So it's all I see. Later. Now, the less popular hotel in Toronto is the Royal York, where the Carolina Hurricanes, the New York Islanders, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Florida Panthers, the New York Rangers, and the Montreal Canadiens will be staying. Like, there's still a few rivalries there, like the Leafs and the Canadiens, and like, but nothing is re- else is really that serious. There's just not much to say ab- about them aside from Hotel X, which
0: it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Like, obviously, these teams don't like each other, but not nearly as much as the team staying in Hotel X. Yeah.
1: But I truly believe that they're all going to be on their best behavior, and, like, they're going to put – and I believe that they're going to put aside their rivalries and hate for each other just for, like, the love of the sport and that they're – like, they're just going to be so happy that they're going to finally get back into it, that, like, it's not going to be as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In Edmonton at the JW Marriott, we got the Blues, the Avs, the Knights, the Stars, the Oilers, and the Predators. So, you know, so, some rivalries there. Uh, not as bad as the ones in Hotel X and Toronto. But, yeah, I mean, there to be some heated rivals like the Stars and Preds. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Blues and Avs. Definitely. And at Sutton Place, we got the Canucks, the Flames, the Jets, the Wild, the Coyotes, and the Blackhawks. Again, you know, some rivalries there, but uh not as bad
1: as the ones before. Yeah, and there's just Hotel X is where things are gonna be at. Yeah. So. It's where the party is going. Hmm. But
0: unfortunately, some players don't think the risk of actually going and doing this is worth it um because of COVID. So there are some players that have decided to opt out. Those players are mostly depth defensemen on their teams and um you know, there's many reasons they could do this. Maybe they have, like, they themselves are at risk, a loved one's at risk, or maybe they have, like, a newborn or something, and they're not really going to play that much, so
1: it's not really too worth it to be there, and there's no real point of risking it. That's true. So I don't really blame them for opting out. Like, this virus is such a serious deal. So many people have died. But, yeah. like, I don't blame them. But the people who are opting out is Travis, is Travis Hameneck of the Flames. Yeah, Zach Trotman is opting out of phase three and four, don't know about later than that, For the he's a Penguins defenseman. Mike Green is on the Oilers, also out for phases three and four. Steven Kampfer of the Bruins, also opting out. Carl Alsner for the Habs and Roman Polak for the Stars are all opting out. Yeah, Roman Polak's a key player.
0: Hamannick plays really well for the Flames, but... There's no like huge stars opting out and I can see why they would do it. That makes sense. That's true. That's true. Some injuries have happened. Uh, Steven Samkos is out currently, but he will be back for the playoffs. You know, he's had a minor injury in training camp. Yeah. And Greg Patron is out for phase three and his
1: future is unknown. Yes. But a lot of players are coming back from injuries in the regular season to these playoffs. And how they will affect their team is going to be a huge impact because Tarasenko, Vatanen, Gensel, Stamkos, Seth Jones, and Dougie Hamilton are all key players coming back to their team that could help them on this push, which they have not seen much of in the regular season. Yeah. Kirsten, in my opinion, Vatanen is going to be the most impactful of them on the Avs top line with Nathan McKinnon. I think he's going to produce a lot coming off an injury, but Stamkos is also an amazing player.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, especially with uh, Stamkos. I mean, the Bruins won the President's Trophy, but the Lightning came in a close second, or a kind of close second at least. And they missed a lot of the games without their number one center, Steven Stamkos. So who knows? Maybe the Lightning are actually better than the Bruins, but we wouldn't know from the regular season.
1: We'll Just have to see each other. We'll find out. Who knows? We'll find out. Yes, we will. And in other news. Mark Schleifel was sued by his personal. He was sued by his personal chef because he apparently was not paying him as much as he they agreed on, and or covering his benefits, and then he fired him unfairly. Apparently, so he's getting sued. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that's how Mark Scheifley.
0: uh He's a, he's an NHL player. He makes a lot of money, and he should be paying his personal chef. I don't know the full story, but from what it looks like, it's his fault there. Um, yeah, that's, that's on him. It's
1: on yeah. him. And I don't think his personal chef would have followed him into the hockey bubble. So, so much yep. for that anyway. Mm-hmm. But the Ted Lindsay Awards finalists were announced on the NHL Instagram today. The finalists were Leon Draisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, and Artemi Panarin. As we talked about in episode three, we discussed this. And... So if you didn't listen to episode three, I'd go listen to that to learn more about this. But in my opinion, dry taking it. You don't score that many points in a regular season and not win the Ted Lindsay award.
0: Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with McKinnon or maybe Panarin, but I think I'm going to go with McKinnon here. I mean, he's played so well, had all that great stuff going for him. I'm going to go with McKinnon.
1: That's, that's fair. That's fair.
0: In other news, Lindy Ruff was hired as the devil's coach. So oh, that's pretty cool. Uh Lindy Ruff was not the Devil's coach and
1: now he is. Good for Lindy Ruff. Yeah. <laughs> Go Lindy. They are, the Devils. they are likely to pursue to pursue Mike Hoffman of the Florida Panthers this offseason, which could be very interesting as he could compliment Jack Hughes and play play with him as we were told. The
0: Canadians might trade for Jonas Brodin of the Wild. Uh, you know, they need the def- de- defenseman, and uh, I feel like he'd be a good fit. He doesn't have too much cap on him, so maybe they wouldn't have to give up too, too much. And, yeah, you' are going to see a fit there going for the Canadians.
1: That's fair. And Mackenzie Blackwood, who I believe is the best player on the Devils, is likely is likely going to see a contract extension later. And so, like, I yeah. wonder why they wouldn't do it. He's the best player on the team. Yeah,
0: I just hope the Devils don't overpay for him. Because they have a lot of young and up and coming rookies who are still in their rookie deals and it wouldn't be wise to pay him way too too much, especially for someone who hasn't who has kind of proven himself but hasn't proven himself as a really, really good number one starter and deserves that money. And especially like people with uh players like Hughes and uh and the other guy they drafted number one overall. Um yeah, Nico here. I don't know, I was blanking on that, sorry. Um. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. to pay him big time. They're going to have to pay them big time,
1: so yeah. The Devils are likely to be good within the next 5-10 years, in my opinion, but for now, they're not doing so great. But Ilya Sorkin signed with the Islanders on a one-year deal, and Krill K- Kapazov signs with the Wild, so.
0: Yeah, Krill Kaprizov is a great player. Um. It was just a matter of time before he signed with the Wild out of the KHL. Same thing with Ilya Sorokin. Um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not too big there. We well, could be like Igor Shestershkin, but for the Islanders you near know, the Battle of New York. Really? That's
1: true. That's true. Well, there's. Well, so there has been a lot of news recently, and there's a lot more to come out soon. So stay tuned on Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blondner. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great night.